you are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA of Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you for listening, and thank you for worshiping with us. We have two readings for today. Our first one is from Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Second reading is from Matthew 22. But when the king came to see the guests he had invited to his banquet, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. And the king said to the attendants, bind him hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Uh, In my uh, second call in Des Moines, Iowa, we were able to establish a Vietnamese worshiping community in the congregation that was then known as Central Lutheran. It is now known as Capitol Hill Lutheran. In those years, we had access to grant money that allowed us to hire a Vietnamese pastor from Seattle to serve as a consultant in helping us start this outreach ministry. Eventually, this pastor would relocate uh, to Des Moines to permanently serve as the pastor of that community. When in town, I would often take this Vietnamese pastor out for, for lunch. Uh, you would think that a Southeast Asian pastor from Seattle would you know, have certain standards when it came to the restaurant of his choice. But always this pastor would choose Old Country Buffet. He loved the buffet, an eating establishment where you would go and feed yourself until you could no longer feed yourself. The buffet is one of the best examples of American gluttony that we know of today eat until you can no longer eat. It's the American way. And this Vietnamese pastor loved it. And so do we. Who doesn't enjoy a good buffet? I do. There are no restrictions, no limitations on how much is enough. No wonder the American Santa is a fat guy in a red suit. A far cry from the real St. Nicholas who spent his life sharing gifts with children in need. But the real St. Nicholas was never invited to a buffet. A banquet like the one in our gospel reading where everyone is invited to eat until you can eat no more. At least that is what we expect. But in our gospel reading, we also discover that in the invitation are certain expectations for those participating in the kingdom of God. A buffet where all are invited to take off the old self and put on the new self. A new self whose identity is not grounded in gluttony, but centered in Christ. In other words, participating in the kingdom of God means you have an opportunity to wear a new robe, to be different than you were before. That what goes on out there will not be part of what we do here. And this difference changes us, and to some degree, the world around us. Our gratitude for what God has done for us leads us to 
faithful living. A life not grounded in gluttony, but centered in Christ. Martin Luther once said, For faith is followed by works, as the body is followed by its shadow. In other words, we should, once in a while, look in the mirror of self-reflection to see if our behavior follows the grace God has given us. To remember the wisdom from Galatians 3.12 that reminds us, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. The Reverend Dr. Jane Patterson mentions that our verses from Philippians were intended as suggested faith practices for a community of faith to engage when they felt overwhelmed by opposition and anxiety. Faith practices that allow us to become Christ-centered rather than self-centered. She writes, rejoice. Don't just expect joy to arrive on its own, but commit yourself to practices of godly joy every day. That's number one. Number two, no one is at their best right now, including you. So be gentle to everyone. Number three, Christ is near. Take moments to experience the reality that you are surrounded by transcendent compassion that is larger and deeper than you. Number four, don't obsess over your worries, but don't brush them under the carpet either. Share them with God in prayer, all the worry and all the gratitude together. Number six, the conversation with God, and this conversation with God is, is a source of peace beyond our capacity to understand. And finally, Commit yourself not to simply obsess over all that is going wrong, all the evil and destruction you see in the world. Turn your attention to things that really matter, to where you see action that is worthy of respect, to places where justice is being done, to goodness in all its forms. Make a list of them if you have to, so you can think on these things. For indeed, this community we know as St. John's is a community centered on Christ. You know, today or this weekend uh, is, of course, for us Commitment Sunday, a Sunday when we recommit ourselves to being a community centered on Christ, a community filled with grace and gratitude and generosity. These fruits of the Spirit are what drive our ministry together, each one connected to another. We respond in gratitude to the gracious invitation to come and see what God is doing here. And we grow in generosity to what God is doing here among us and throughout the world. Our generosity is vital to our life together. Without generosity, the invitation to come and see uh, becomes more vague and harder to see and hear. As we think about our life together and our recommitment to that life, 
I was drawn to a chapter in Anne Lamont's book, Traveling Mercies. And the chapter is entitled, Why I Make Sam Go to Church. Her son Sam, then seven years old, is the only child among his group of friends who goes to church. Sometimes he doesn't want to go, but she doesn't let him get away with that. Here's why, and I quote, I make him go because I can. I outweigh him by nearly 75 pounds. But that is only part of it. The main reason is that I want to give him what I found in the world, which is to say a path and a little light to see by. Most of the people I know who have what I want, which is to say purpose, heart, balance, gratitude, joy, are people with a deep sense of spirituality. They are a people in community who pray or practice their faith, people banding together to work on themselves and for the rights of others. And I like this closing comment. They follow a brighter light than the glimmer of their own candle. They are part of something beautiful. Here at St. John's, we are a part of something beautiful as well. But do not take it for granted or assume others will do what God is calling you to do today put on the robe of faithful living and come to know the life-changing power of grace, gratitude, and generosity lived out in a community not grounded in gluttony, but centered in Christ. Amen. And now, God's Word is alive in us again, anew, and we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us, out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now in support of this podcast and of the work and ministry of St. John's Lutheran Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat that for you, sjlcl.org. Up toward the top right, you will see a button that says Give. Click on Give and follow the simple instructions to give your offering. And on behalf of the whole congregation, let me say thank you for giving in support of these ministries. And now, receive a blessing from Kate Bowler from her book, The Lives We Actually Have. This is a blessing called, For This Ordinary Day. Lord, here I am. How strange it is that some days feel like hurricanes and others like glassy seas and others like nothing much at all. Today is a cosmic shrug. My day planner says rather conveniently that I will not need you cry out for you, reach for you. Ordinarily, I might not think of you at all. Except, if you don't mind, let me notice you. Show up in all the small necessities and everyday graces. God, be bread. Be water. Be laundry. Be the coffee cup in my hands 
and the reason to calm down in traffic. Be the gentler tone in my insistence today that people pick up after themselves for once. Be the reason I feel loved when I catch my own reflection or feel my own self-loathing fluttering in my stomach. Calm my mind, lift my spirit, make this dumb, ordinary day my prayer of thanks. Amen. And peace be with you, my friends.